In session three, we're going to be finishing off the last of the four main effects of this dysfunction in the family, namely vulnerability. What does it make us vulnerable to though? We're gonna talk about the way as an adult, someone who's been placed in this position then relates to and is attracted to certain types of uh, addict. And we're going to look at the same time at healthy dynamics in a relationship compared to unhealthy dynamics. The way that basically the relationship is set up by this dysfunction. So here's session three. These beliefs uh, and practices of the reverse addict have the dual effect of developing a tendency towards low self-worth along, of course, with an attraction for people who are on the opposite end of the spectrum. We're gonna talk about this in a minute as vulnerability, but that's right, they're vulnerable to addicts. If, you're, if you've flipped or stayed in the reverse position, your vulnerability will be towards people who are self-centered or narcissistic as the, as the term goes. Uh, other addicts, probably. Uh, and you may have noticed that many times in life you've, you've uh, entered into these relationships and they haven't gone well. So it's part of the relational dynamics that you basically can't put yourself first while you're putting someone else first. You know, someone's got to be first. Now in a healthy or balanced uh, individual, um, when, you, when you enter a relationship that's balanced and healthy, uh, who you put first is a dynamic um, thing. In other words, you're making the choice depending on the situation. It's not fixed. It's, it's something that you, you would change that based on what's going on. But in addiction, these things become fixed. And it's one of the ways we understand this idea of losing the power of choice. You're literally stuck in this position of putting someone else first. And they're stuck in the position of putting themselves first. So let's talk about another effect of reverse addiction, this early position we're put in. And, uh, you know, it's vulnerability. So what are we vulnerable to? This idea of vulnerability is another of the main effects of dysfunction in the family. When someone is brought up this way with dysfunction, as they become an adult, who do you think they're going to be attracted to? Right? Where are they going to feel most comfortable? That is correct. Someone who's overbalanced in the opposite direction. Someone who thinks about themselves and concerns themselves with what they want. Someone in this position uh, brought up this way, uh, you know, they're going to be attracted to selfish people basically. Now I don't know if you're recognizing yourself yet from this, but this is what you will be vulnerable to. Why is this? Well, if you've been trained that you are less uh, important than others. If you've tr been trained not to look after yourself and so on, it really helps to find somebody who wants looking after, who needs to be looked after. Then you will feel as close to a sense of self-worth as you can get, which is the need to be needed. The, the understanding that I have to pay for this because they won't. I have to lie for them because they're in trouble again. I have to look after them because they're not well but it's like we can come with a gift. Now this, this coming with a gift idea is always a part of low self-worth. If you have low self-worth, you cannot present just yourself. That's not enough. So you have to present yourself plus gift. 
And the gift in, in this case, particularly in intimate relationships, the gift is I'll look after you. The gift is that's my job. I will do that for you. And of course, wh why, why is it so good at first? Why are you so attracted to this? Well, just in the same way, uh, not in the same way, but in the same idea as healthy relationships, it's so good because you're both getting what you want. In, in healthy relationships, this is each other. And that's what's exciting. But in this unhealthy relationship, in this addictive or codependent type relationship, the reason you're both getting what you want is because you're both putting the addict first. Your addict is putting themselves first and you are putting them first. And so both are happy. So you can see that it has the same excitement as any other healthy relationship, but it's unhealthy because it has unhealthy dynamics to it. I hope I got that across right. But it's, you know, listen, if you've been in these, you know, these positions, then you will be automatically recognising yourself. It won't take you long uh, as I speak for you to see this is what I've been doing. So you will remember, no doubt, the start of these relationships. You may have had more than one where they start out looking and feeling just perfect, right? Because you're both getting what you want. But what happens as time goes on. Well, it's great at first because you can hide behind your addict, you can take care of them, you can be kind of out of the spotlight and so on, which you've been trained to be. But the problems come later when the addict's needs, along with the, you know, often disastrous decisions, leads to uh, the breakdown of this perfect looking arrangement. As a reverse addict, you, you do eventually get sick of having to provide for them, to lie for them, to pay for them, to look after them. It's just, it's like an, a bottomless pit, I call it. You know, it doesn't matter how much love, affection and security and protection you throw down that, uh, that well, it never fills up, never fills up. So the addict now, what happens to them when you sour, and when you tire of this, what happens? The, ang the, the, the addict gets angry. Why? Because two reasons. First of all, you're reneging on the deal. Th this is not the relationship they entered. Th this is not what they signed up for. And now you you've stopped providing what they want. But there's another aspect to it, which is the aspect of threat. You've got to understand that as an addict, um, you know, this is what the psychiatrists would say about the narcissist, you know, they're very threatened by criticism or by any sense of, you know, not treating them as special and different. When you first met them, they were very special and very different and they enjoyed that and you enjoyed that. But when you stop doing it, any hint of criticism, any hint of saying, well, uh, is that a good idea? Should we be doing it that way? they are extremely threatened by this. And so the relationship breaks down very quickly. Once it starts to go, you know, uh, once you're criticizing, oh, once you become cold to them. Now at this point, the relationship uh, often even just breaks up and separates. But of course, because nothing's really changed internally, both parties tend to hook up with partners of similar backgrounds 
once again. They simply repeat the pattern with someone else. It's only after recovery begins that the attraction, this type of attraction cycle actually changes. So those three or four of the biggest effects of being put in this reverse position, as I call it, through a dysfunctional family and the transference of that into adult life. Thank you.